Are you ready for a podcast, Billy? I'm so ready for a podcast. Let's do a podcast. Welcome to Their Very Best, the podcast where total amateurs make wild proclamations about the work of expert professional musicians. Despite having no actual qualifications, I'm Waldron Faulkner. And I'm Bill Noto. Thanks for joining us for wild, unsolicited opinions about Colin Hay. Hey. Hey. I don't know if you caught that, but I said instead of a podcast, we're totally amateurs. I now call it the podcast. The podcast. We're, we're I, totally I did notice it. I noticed it and I was going to comment on it. Yeah, I like that better. All right. So I'm so excited that we're doing Colin Hay. I almost feel like for this artist my observations are going to be more like personal in nature and a little bit less musical so for for the very besties who like that they'll be happy yeah i i like this idea and for me so the one thing we should say is is how we've divided this up is that you're going to handle the colin hay part and i'm going to handle the men at work part and partially it's because that's really the only context i have and for me the stuff I like about Men at Work is also deeply personal. I had this album, you know, their, at least one of their albums mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew that it wasn't like art with a capital A, but I really loved it. Mm-hmm. And I loved the Australianness of it. At that time, I didn't know my Australian sisters, mm-hmm. and now I know them, and so... I'd like to shout out to them and to my Australian brothers-in-law and indeed. That's actually interesting because you have familial connections in Australia. That's actually one of our uh, top performing markets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I don't know if that's good because it means that just like my sisters listening is enough to move the needle on our international. No, no, no. But they play it in their cafe, and then other people hear it, and then it's exploded. It's you know, it's charted in Australia. We're huge in Hobart, Tasmania. Exactly, we're huge in Tasmania. So my only concern is that all of my picks, some of them are like acoustic versions he performed later that were potentially originally Men at Work songs. So we I'm might sorry, have... you can't have any of those. I, I might. No, it, I, it might not be a problem because you, you might not have picked them. But even if it is a problem, I'm going to say it's a problem I can live with because to me, they're completely different songs. So I think that you you love. There's nothing you love more than breaking the rules. That's so true. <laughs> that's wild. Okay, that's, that's totally true. So anyway, um, so I guess am I the host and you're the co-host? I Do guess you pick first. I guess I'm the co-host, and I guess that means that I get to I get to go first. But did you want to say some words about why you chose Colin Hay? Sure. So I I picked Colin Hay actually because a friend of mine, uh, her name, her name is Danica Perry. She passed away a couple of months ago and she was a very bestie and a big fan of the show. And so it's very sad. Yeah, it's, it's completely heartbreaking that she passed away. Before she passed away, she had sent me a text that said, I'm putting in a request for Colin Hay slash men at work. And later in the text, she, she described one of the songs, which is part of my pick. So I'll talk about that a little bit more 
later. But this episode is for Danica in her memory. And so thanks for doing it with me, Waldron. I know it's it's kind of heavy, but um well, I mean, this at least the subject matter is not heavy. I, I think of men at work as being pretty lighthearted in keeping with the Australian nature of it. Although isn't Colin Hay Scottish? I don't know. He is. He is. Yeah. He's Scottish and his family moved to Australia as part of like some kind of promotional thing that was like, please, UK people, come move to Australia. Like it was some kind of... It's wild that the guy from Michigan is Scottish and moves to Australia. It is wild. <laughs> well, I'm the guest host and I'm going to make a pick and it's going to be from Men at Work, the 1981 album called Business as Usual, which was a giant smash hit. Uh-huh. And I'm a little bit conflicted here because I've got, as I said, my personal connection to this band and especially this album, but it doesn't always square with what is their very best, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so very favorites versus their very best. I'm going to err on the side of a song that I think is, that, that really didn't register much for me when I was listening to it in the 80s, but um, which I listened to and liked quite a bit since then, and it's called Touching the Untouchables. I can't wait to hear it. Hello to you, my sweet young friends. Have you got money, perhaps you could lend. I wash my leather face in the afternoon sun. My shirt's torn, my time's near done. I'm trying to strike a balance between very best and most iconic here. Sure. This has a, it's not iconic, but it has an iconic 80s sound with this guitar that's got all the, it's got a lot of chorus on the rhythm guitar part. It's a distorted saxophone, is it not? Sounds like it is. It might be doubled with the guitar too. Okay. I make sure I leave the phone off the hook. There are no Joneses. Cowbell. <laughs> Do you hear it? I did. But it's like the stick is inside the bell going rattling around. Right. <laughs> One of several cowbell techniques. difficult for that to be doubled that precisely between yeah. the sax and the guitar. I think it is just a sax and with some interesting effects on effects. it. Yeah. Which is one way to get your sax through without having it sound quite so 80s saxy because we don't always get off the hook so lightly no. with the saxophone in Men at Work. I feel like Men at Work interestingly uses a sax not just as a sax solo, which was like a key 80s song element, but as like a just another member of the band. You know what I mean? Like it's part of the part of the song. Yeah. So as I said, like this wasn't one of my like favorites on the album, but I really like it. Like of the stuff that when I re-listened to all this stuff, this one sort of caught my ear. It's great. It's not so cliche but it still captures the feeling of the men at work from that time. So before you make your pick, yeah, if you're going to pick one of my songs, you have to do it soon. Okay, so I'm going to pick the acoustic version of Overkill. 
especially at night. Okay. Does that kill you? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does kill you. Well, it's okay. No, no, no. You should do it. Wait, dude, no, I mean, if, dude, I can do, I'm, I'm set. I'm ready. If we have the acoustic version and the original version, I think it's okay. No, that's not how the podcast works. But. <laughs> that's the rules. Are we going to upset Stop breaking the rules? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't want to get a, a summoned to an emergency meeting of the board. I actually think the acoustic version of the song is better than the original in terms of the message of the song. Well, the song is on my list and it was going to be my next pick. And I think it's a good song. And I think, I, I also think that it's like totally iconic. Even though I think of Business as Usual as being like the album that is most iconic, this song totally is. Yep. And I agree that his solo acoustic treatment of a lot of these old Men at Work songs are frequently superior. So let's give it a listen. Where do I find it? It's on the album Man at Work. Day after day, <laughs> okay. Night after night, my heartbeat shows the fear and goes to beer and fade away. And this actually, this acoustic treatment of the song was popularized in a TV show that he was in a cameo, I think for a few episodes on Scrubs, which notably the star of was this. Columbia High School classmate of mine. To me, this is a really cool acoustic guitar song. And to me, it's like an ode to the long night of the soul. You know? Long dark night of the soul. It's about nighttime anxiety. Like waking up in the, in the middle of the night and being worried about stuff. And then it going away in the morning. I mean, I, I don't know many songs that are like so catchy about anxiety. But to me, that's what this song is about. <laughs> Let me turn it up here. I can't get to sleep. I think about the implications of diving in too deep. And possibly the complications, especially at night. I think Colin Hayes is a really great acoustic guitar player. I don't think it's easy to play acoustic guitar excellently, but I think he does. It's just overkill. Sounds like one of those that maybe was done in one big take. You know what I mean? Yeah. With, with I mean, multiple he parts. He overdubbed the yeah. thing, but like, it feels like a performance rather than a pieced together tracked, yeah. multi track piece. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I love the texture of his voice. To me, it's just, it's buttery. I don't know. It's, it speaks of life. my turn and i'm gonna also go to a acoustic version oh and i'm gonna take care of iconic and his very best all at the same time so this is who can i be knocking at my door a live recording of who can it be now Huge hit for them. Yep. Maybe it was the breakout. It's another acoustic solo thing, but this time it's definitely him solo. He's in some recording studio, some radio studio. 
Do you know when this was? Because to me, this sounds like sort of older, grown-up Colin Hay. Well, it was posted nine years ago. Okay. And it, it looks like it could have been him nine years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like it. Who can it be now? I've been listening to a lot of Colin Hay. You know, in the original, this thing plays for sort of like a comical yeah. thing. And... Can it be knocking at my door? And in this case, Make no sound. it seems much more poignant when yeah. played this way. For sure. When Ryan D'Agostino was talking about Bruce Springsteen and, uh, which one is it? Dancing in the Dark. Dancing in the Dark, when yeah. you do the acoustic solo version, it's different feeling. This has that same effect. That's a great point. Here they come. Feelings again, who can it be now? Who can it be now? Great call. Who can it be now? It's awesome. And I'm going to say this is his be very best song. Now? And wow. I'm doing it early because I'm afraid you're going to scoop it. I wasn't going to. So I, I love the dynamic here where I've got to be you, defensive here. You don't know what's going to exactly. Do you know when he moved to Australia? Um, it wasn't so early that he lost his Scottish accent, so it had to be teens. I think it was teens? when he was a teenager, like a young teenager, probably after he was 12, 13, because that's sort of the it is said that that's the time when if you're there earlier than 13 or 14, then you pick up the accent of the place. It was in 14 in 1967. So, right. All right, can I give you my next pick? Yeah, let's have it. Okay, my next pick is off of Going Somewhere, and the song is I Just Don't Think I'll Ever Get Over You. I drink good coffee every morning. This came out in 2000. Now, was this one of your picks? Comes from a place. No. Good. It's far away. So to me, the very best Colin Hay is, again, like, a voice and an acoustic guitar. When I'm done, actually, another local friend recommended this song, but I had been enjoying it before he recommended it. So I feel like, <laughs> I mean, Colin Hay, I don't think he's on that sad dad uh, list, but really resonates in the um, unrequited love register. So I don't want you thinking. This is a beautiful song about a relationship that's over and never getting over it, ever. You know, and knowing you're never going to get over it, and having your life move on and be fine, but always holding on to some aspect of that relationship, which I I don't know, I find it really poignant, and I found the song really moving. Just don't. You know, it's again like Colin Hay's amazing voice and amazing guitar technique. That's kind of like the music commentary, but the the personal size. I just found this very, I don't know, I guess re reflective and moving. What I find interesting about this pick is that you have a local friend that is so into Colin Hay that they would recommend 
any like a specific song to you. Like, I don't know if Colin Hay is on most people's radar, especially the sad dads that we hang out with. <laughs> right? I don't know. I I thought I was missing the boat, and like everyone knew about Colin Hay except me. <laughs> well, I knew about I Colin know. Hay. And what what I thought I knew about Colin Hay before going and doing this episode was that he was the guy from Michigan on Men at Work mm-hmm. and made it huge and then did the very best of his stuff after that, especially mm-hmm. with an acoustic guitar in his hands. And that's pretty much all I knew about Colin Hay. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I respected Colin Hay. So that's like what, that's pretty much all I knew. I that's why you were like open to it? Yeah. You were like I mean, quickly open to the idea of doing Colin Hay initially. Yeah. Because I registered somewhere. Oh yes, I know Colin Hay as a, you know, as a post men at work artist, and I knew that I felt pretty good about that, and that was pretty much it. But then also I had your um, friend's request in mind, at top of mind. Yeah, right on. I don't want you thinking that I don't so, thanks for listening to this with me. Listen to what he does with his voice. That harmony, right? Between the guitar and the voice is something. And there's like a... Even though I may I don't know enough about vocal technique to talk about it, but I'm kind of amazed about how he can move it around. I just don't think I'll ever wish I had something to say about it. Um, you know, something musical. I just don't... If I, live, I just don't think I'll ever have anything interesting to say about this. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I, to me, to me, like, you know, the topic of, like, do people listen to the lyrics? I think with these, these are songs that the lyrics are actually really important and a right. important part of the song. Well, Billy, I've already selected their very best, Men at Work, very yeah. best. And so now I'm wondering kind of where do I go on my list here? Do you want to do the Chumbawamba version of Down Under from Man at Work? No, we're not doing <laughs> other people's covers of the thing. It's or <laughs> their cover of some other thing. We're doing... No, no, no. This is his cover of himself, but it's like the Chumbawamba version. No, we're not playing that. Unless it's your final, you've got one more pick. It's not my final pick. We're following it's, the rules. I would call it. It's my, not iconic. It's, it's not. It's somebody else's favorite. It's, 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 right. it's, it's, it's none it's, of those. You don't get it. It's my guilty pleasure, but we're, it's not my pick. I'm not. We don't need guilty to play. Guilty pleasures it. aren't yeah. in the list. I got one more pick <laughs> in reserve that I'm excited to play. So it's your call. All right. Well, so I've got two things I could do. I could do the one that's actually the most iconic. Or we could do my favorite from that album, which is a very strange song called Be Good Johnny. Why don't you do, you know do that song? Why don't you do Be Good Johnny and then save? Yeah, that's a good idea. And, and maybe that should just be like our move henceforth for like... Bye, Johnny. Well, that's usually what I'll do. It's like I'll choose something that's super 
recognizable as the intro. And then for the outro, I usually find something that's weird. Be Good Johnny would have been a great one for... <laughs> would have been a great pick for the outro, too. Well, then do Be Good Johnny for the outro, dude. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We're doing Be Good Johnny. <laughs> do you know the song? No. No, I don't. Um, one of the things I love about it, Bill, is that it's got a spoken word part in the uh, middle of it. <laughs> of course it does. But listen to how minute worky this is. A little synthesizer action. It's just about a kid that likes to daydream. It's probably about him. It's probably about... All right, here's the spoken word. You must be going to play cricket this year, then are you, Johnny? So it's just a silly thing, but I always loved it when I was a kid. And now that you've taken Overkill, I get to play it. I only like dreaming all the day long. Great. Do you feel like it spoke to you as a kid? I don't think it spoke to me as a, like... Here's a kid that just likes to... Is a weird little kid that likes to daydream. No. <laughs> that part didn't speak to me. Okay. But I thought it was interesting. Okay. And you know me, even when I was whatever age that was, super young, I would have loved a uh, little spoken word skit part in the middle of it. Man, it's Especially so... if there was a cool Australian accent with this it. This is so know? amazingly 80s to me. Yeah, well, you know... Oh, whoa. What's going on here? It's like, like a little... <laughs> you missed the drums. You missed the only drums in the song. <laughs> I heard it. I got excited. Listen to this uh, uh, Andy Summers sounding guitar. Serious harmonics? Yeah. You know, I should start making up a fact like, oh, did you know that um, Andy Summers was the guest guitarist on this song? I should just make just up a fact for every trivia. episode. <laughs> yeah. So that when I get something wrong, people will just assume that <laughs> just assume that I'm doing it on purpose to mess with them. Wow. <laughs> I think uh, it's my new strategy. Those who traffic in misinformation should call Walter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Never, I don't think I've ever heard that one. That was cool. Well, I don't see how you could have missed it. Did you not listen to this album? I mean, dude, I listened to the so hits. You're so much younger I than me. I saw like 10 I, years younger than me. Exactly. I listened to the hits that were on MTV. I listened to Who Can It Be Now and down under and i liked them you know but i never i never owned the albums i never owned business as usual well billy i'm gonna be interested to hear this it's time for you to declare yeah their very best song exactly so i'm gonna and this is a little bit of a oh my god you know, you're breaking the rules again <clears throat> no i'm not gonna break the rules give me a minute just bear with me for a second when i first set eyes on you <clears throat> First you beat me up, then you kissed me too. Okay, so my next pick is Maggie on Going Somewhere. And this is a this is one that Danica 
called out for me in her text. Okay. She wrote, forwarding you a Colin Hay song I can't listen to without sobbing. It makes me think of Pat, of others, of so many things, but it's beautiful. Oh, Maggie, what have you done? And so, like, part of the thing about losing Danica that's so hard is just a few years before that, she is part of this group of friends who went to summer camp with me, and we also lost this other friend, Pat. Mm. And Pat and Danica used to have a relationship. Like, they were a couple in uh, their teens, right, when we were young people. Right. And one of the last times we all hung out in 2018, not that long ago, four years ago, I remember going to sleep, and Pat and Danica stayed up talking the whole night at the campfire. And, um, like, waking up the next day and being like, I can't believe they're still there talking. And they're both, they were both kind of troubled people. I mean, that's what this song is about. And so... I said I'd never let you go. You just smiled at me. How is I to know? Oh, Maggie, what am I to do? How can I live with only memories of you? Losing both of them is kind of embodied for me in this song. And the song is about when your ship was sinking. losing someone who you used to be in love with. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I kind of transpose that and it's about like the, just the loss of youth and this group of people who I, uh, who I wasn't in a relationship with Danica that was like an intimate relationship, but we were part of this group of friends. And I sort of feel like I was in love with the whole group. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <clears throat> Oh man, like this is a very moving song for me. And listen, I can listen to this. I actually learned how to play this one and Overkill on the guitar. Not well, but like, I can't believe they're gone, you know? Yeah. And that, that's what this song is about. So for me, it's like, I got to say this one is, it's the one that's the most resonant for me. My most resonant. If not his very best, I, I'm putting it as my number one choice because of the emotional impact. It's a very personal selection. Hey darling boy, don't you cry for me. I am forever yours now that I am free. Thank you for sharing. It's it's nice, you know, the relationships you make in youth, like whether they're friendships or even like early romantic connections, like they do stick with you. And when these people die, it is so surprising, especially when you're young, you're in your 20s and somebody that was a best friend of yours dies. I've lost several. Um, and, yeah. And it's surprising and, and tragic and... I think you came the other night You stroke my brow Your eyes are full of light It's a nice song and I think worthy of being called out as the top pick or if not their very best so good call man thanks thanks Waldron and thanks for doing this well I hope I love Colin Hay I didn't know who Colin Hay was that like that's the thing that's amazing to me is I got the text from Danica where she requested that we do the episode you're like who's Colin Hay (laughs) no and like saw it and in my busyness like it was in one eye and out the other you know what I mean like I didn't I didn't say hey Waldron we gotta do this episode my friend requested it didn't even occur to me until after she died yeah well you didn't know (laughs) that that was gonna happen right Right. away right so of course of course right yeah
yeah so i'm glad we're able to do it is what it comes down to and i hope people are enjoying it <laughs> it's not too weird i'm gonna say that it is totally decided for colin hay i think you should make some proclamations you also have to proclaim their very best album uh, okay what do you think can you uh, do it i can do it so two of my picks were on Going Somewhere. So that's from his sort of like acoustic right. later years. So I'll pick the very best album is Going Somewhere. All right. You know, and and I'll, I'll say the very best song is, is Maggie. Okay, good. Because it's the most powerfully emotional. Emotionally powerful? Well, I, don't even, I can't even talk anymore. It's the third most played song on that album. And so... It's not pedestrian. All right. How do you like that? <laughs> so people have to get in touch, Bill, and tell us what we got wrong. How can they get in touch with us? You and I. Well, thanks for asking, Bill. Should we leave Twitter? <laughs> Maybe. I think we should. Yeah, let's... Do not contact us with Twitter. I'm putting a yeah, strike in our script. I'm putting I'm striking Twitter. We're getting off of Twitter. Twitter is dead to us. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay, but, so we're down to so, so how so how how can they get in touch with us if not on Twitter? It's gonna have to be Instagram at their very best or Facebook their very best page. Or I mean email, it's old, but it's reliable. Contact at their very best.com or just false at theirverybest.com Where is the website? You didn't actually say that. Theirverybest.com is the website. Oh, so that's T-H-E-R-E-V-E-R No, no, come on, Bill. Oh, that would be false. Yeah, that's false. <laughs> T-H-E-I-R uh, Thank you. T-H-E-I-R Very Their best. Very best. Okay, and there are playlists on the website which is really cool too and they're really great. You should check them out. So please, please leave us a review. We desperately need your reviews. We need five-star reviews. Please do leave them. We appreciate it when you do. Here's a really nice review from someone named Snatex. They wrote, my favorite music podcast. And here's what they wrote. Five stars. I love this podcast. Waldron and Bill are very entertaining. They have good chemistry and are knowledgeable about the artists and technical aspects of music. The format of exploring the artist's catalog to select the best album song is a lot of fun. I often find myself going back and listening to the artists they cover. The episodes are short and don't come out all that often, so when it ends, it's like taking that last sip of coffee in the morning. Mm. <laughs> Keep up the great work, guys. Looking forward to more content. Thank you so much, Snatex. That is what That's keeps us going. Amazing. It is. And it does sound like you put them up to it, but I don't, I don't think you did, right? I don't, if it's someone I know, I don't know who it is. So, you know, write us and tell us if it's you. So we're going to do more of these. So beware. Watch out. We'll, we'll be offering more <laughs> unsolicited wrong opinions in the near future. I'm Waldron. And I'm Bill. Noto. <laughs> and thanks for listening to the very best. <laughs> We did it. It's done.